Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> are you haunting me <laughs> it's a uh, the ghost of like some sort of like fire engine siren or something i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's an extra special I'm a, I'm a little bit tired so you know me you know, too you know, i don't know what you're I, gonna get today yeah me either i was laying in bed it's rainy outside so it's just kind of blah and yeah I've just been in bed watching Adam Family, the first movie, and I paused to come record. (laughs) I actually woke up with my alarm this morning, first time, like, on the first alarm, and then I pretty much ate breakfast, and then we watched some more Haunting of Bly Manor, and then pretty much D&D the rest of the day, so, like, I feel like I've completely been not productive, but not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I am so tired. It, but I've done like minimal things, but oh yeah. So I, I mentioned this to you, but I'm going to tell our lovely audience of three. Um, like <laughs> last night, and so I waited. I finished all my schoolwork like Thursday night, and then all I had to do was take a test by five. But it just doesn't even open until Friday. So that was like I t- I read the chapter during lunch, took the test. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, but Justin had to catch up, like, he didn't finish everything Thursday night, so he's had to, like, write up case studies, and, you know, all this, so I'm sitting there waiting for him to read a chapter, do this writing up shit, and, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, impatiently waiting because Haunting of Blind Manor just came out and I've been waiting. I'm like, I've rewatched Haunting of Hill House for the third time, pumped up about this show. <laughs> and so like, I'm playing like Hot Shots Golf, waiting on him. And then he's like, let me take a turn on Hot Shots. I'm like, read the fucking book. So this was going on from like, we, we got offline at like 4.30 for work. Went got a couple groceries. He started studying at six. It wasn't until fucking ten o'clock last night <laughs> that we finally sat down to watch Haunting of Bly Manor. And so we get it started. We barely get five minutes in and the power starts flickering. But not like a normal flickering, right? It's like this I'm like, our house is catching on fire. 
I'm having an <laughs> epileptic seizure. Um, something's being electrocuted. Like it was so weird. And it went on for like 30 seconds before the power finally went out. Um, and then we were like, what the heck? And then of course, like Justin was like, what's that up there? And I'm like, just don't fucking start. Just don't like, I can't handle this. My heart can't. We just started watching Haunting of Bly Manor. Haunting of Bly Manor. I just had a creepy incident while rewatching Haunting of Hill House. Just read the book and it creeped me out. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't handle it. Like, don't even fucking start. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how long the power is going to be out. I can't handle it. So he actually behaved. He didn't spend all this time scaring the shit out of me. Um, but power was off for like an hour and a half. And I just kind of thought it was funny that it like the, you know, one of the creepier things that has come out. Um, you know, we, we barely started watching it and the power went out and after I'd been waiting so long, but yeah, last week when I was rewatching Hollingham Hill house, like the show opens with like kids crying and yeah. for whatever reason, like they're not saying anything. They're just like, Wah! you know, uh, <laughs> where's, where's Spencer scream when you need it. Um, but like all of a sudden my Alexa's like, I'm sorry, there's no dad set up. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> First of all, there were no words. There's not an Alexa in the whole show of Haunting of Hill House. And why was it a dad? Why was it a dad set up? <laughs> like, I don't understand. So anyway, that's my creepy things of the week. Uh, <laughs> since it seems to happen frequently here. But I thought uh, maybe people out there would get a kick out of it. But I I'm so sad. I'm only on episode two of Haunting of Blind Manor when I really hoped to have like marathoned it all last night. <laughs> Uh, was it good? I'm I'm planning to watch it. Um, it's it's kind of slow, and that's I've seen a couple people post that that this this season's a lot slower than Haunting of Hill House was. There's already some really creepy shit. One of one big thing is fucking dolls, so it's very fitting. <laughs> if you like creepy yeah. dolls, watch Haunting of Bly Manor because I'm already creeped out by them. I have my own little creepy but kind of silly thing this week I one day I was in the kitchen like I think I was washing something in the kitchen sink while I was thinking about what to have for dinner like what I was like I think I'm gonna make this but I want to know I'm I'm not I don't know what sides to make so I'm sitting there contemplating like what sides should I make I can't even remember what it was for maybe meatloaf I think I was making meatloaf so I was like what sides should I do um and then I put that down and I walk towards the dining room, which our freezer is kind of right on that little line between the two. Um, and the freezer was open, like all the way, like we have, it's a deep freezer and up, you know, like the, the chest, I, I, yeah, the chest style freezer and the lid was just completely wide open. And I just recently rearranged it. All of the vegetables and sides are in that particular freezer. And all of the meat and other stuff is in the fridge freezer. Um, So I was just like, what the hell? I do not. Like, at first I thought, well, it's got to be me. I Like, I must have done it earlier and forgot about it. But I had not been thinking about dinner up until that point. So I was like, why would I have opened the freezer? Like, I don't understand. Like, so... I'm guessing the the ghost is just trying to be helpful. Yeah, like, here yeah. you go. I blame Soup the kitten. 
just because she's usually the cause for all of it. <laughs> I've never seen her get on the freezer, but she can get up. She has made I it up. I know she on couldn't really realistically open the deep freeze, but I mean, at the same time, I would put it past her. Yeah. But I just thought it was a really weird incident and it made me question my sanity because I'm like, surely it had to have been me, but I do not know when or how. Like, I don't, I don't know. It broke my brain trying to figure out what happened with that. <laughs> like, I just yeah. legit don't know what happened. But thanks, Ghost. Yeah. I mean, the, the lady, I don't know if she died here, but the previous owner passed away and it was her family that sold the house to us. Yeah. I don't know the story behind it. But I've not really had any problems with anything. I've seen a few things out of the corner of my eye and stuff, but nothing like it's not been anything bothersome. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was weird. And also, I didn't say anything out loud. I was home alone. Yeah. Like, so I didn't say, hmm, let me think of what sods I'm going to make. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, how, how? I don't, I don't know. Just a truly weird experience that I had to share. Yeah. Okay, this week's we're talking about haunted dolls. Yeah. And who hasn't at least seen or experienced a creepy doll in their life? Because, I mean, I've seen plenty. They're just all <laughs> creepy for the most part. Yep, for the most part. Meanwhile, I have a Scarlett O'Hara doll that's staring at me right now anyway yeah, and i have the grandmother doll behind me i was actually telling the kids the house kids um uh about the you know the upcoming episode being about haunted dolls and looking at them of course some of them brought up some of the ones that we're gonna look at but i was like i have one and i brought them the grandma doll and they're like it's really not that scary. I'm like, it isn't until you don't ever remember packing it, bringing it with you anywhere, and it's always there. And <laughs> like, um, just and, this, and the fact that it just kind of resembles our grandmother too. Yeah, and, and I think and you, I think you creeped me out with it a lot when I was a kid. I just remember like you telling me maybe it was possessed with her grandmother after she died and it looked like her and it was i don't know i think you told me a bunch of creepy shit about it when i was a kid yet again you know stealing the light from my life <laughs> <laughs> well I, I do really think it looks like her and that's where it came from I, as for the rest of it i don't remember saying that but i don't doubt that i did probably yeah <laughs> sounds like shit you do or maybe it's shit I said to scare other people, or maybe both. I don't know. But, yeah, she's she's creepily watching me in here. So, and, oh, you know, and it's funny, you know, going back to the haunting episode, you know, the whole come in situation. I don't think I've mentioned that, but I'm, you know, I turned that room from my craft room, but it's slash uh, my work office and podcast office now. So I'm sitting in the come in room. Um and uh, I kind of have my doubts on why I did that now that I've mentioned it um, or even mentioned <laughs> <laughs> you know, that we've heard shit in here and there's a curtain that's kind of blacking out things with a good bit of space behind it. So I don't know why I'm just going to stop talking now, but uh, I, I have a couple of quick doll stories myself at one time from a friend, like a friend of mine had one of those Charlie McCarthy ventriloquist dummies. She was storing it in the top of her closet. 
And I was just like, that is so cool. Like, you know, and I got it down and was messing around with it. And she didn't decided she didn't want it anymore. And she gave it to me. And from that day forward, that sucker moved around my house. I feel like I slightly remember this and remember being creeped out by it too. Um, I kept it propped up on the back of a chair in, in our like music room at that house in South Hello. Uh, it was that, um, we were actually living in the, the housing projects, Yeah, you know, um, which at that time was just, yeah, Pine Crest. Um, I think it was, it was mostly old people then, but I heard it's worse. I've heard that it's worse now. I don't know. Um, but it was just mostly old people back then. Um, I actually probably one of the better places I have lived in my life, to be quite honest. And that's weird to say, but it was always clean, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, but the, I had that stupid ventriloquist dummy. Everybody's naturally cre- creeped out by most, or I think it's natural to be creeped out by a ventriloquist dummy. Cause there's yeah. that, that feeling that it could just talk for itself at any moment. Yeah. Well, and Goosebumps didn't help that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's there's a thousand movies and stories and stuff about that. I guess my generation, Goosebumps didn't help that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it it would just random, like it would be, we would come home from somewhere and it would be sitting in the living room. And like nobody else was in our house that we know of anyway um, i guess i guess that's a whole different creepy if somebody was just breaking into our house to move around a freaking doll um it that music room unless we were in there that door stayed shut you know like so the door was shut it was sitting on the back of this chair and it would end up in the living room in the bedroom just random places just sitting not yeah. doing anything else just sitting wherever and that just creeped me out and it, i think i sold it to somebody but i got a decent amount of money off of it because those things it was actually pretty ancient you know yeah. it wasn't like a reproduction it was an actually old one but um so that's my story on that i, I still don't I, I still don't know if it was anything supernatural it could be somebody fucking with us, but either way, I got rid of the sucker because I just was like, it kept moving around more and more to the point where I was like, it's escalating. Like, I don't want it to escalate <laughs> to something worse, you know, like I don't want yeah. to come home and have a dead kitten or in my house or I don't know, something weird. I don't know what would have happened, but I just felt like it was escalating to the point where something was going to happen. Yeah. It was around that time we made the the movie about the killer doll too. Of course, all those movies are lost at this point, but the one yeah. where Aaron like beat it to death till its head came off. <laughs> that was a pretty creepy doll I had. Um, but then uh, Nancy actually <laughs> lost a friend. She messed with her with a doll. Like she had like a slumber party for her birthday or whatever. And this one kid, um, she just kept creeping her out, telling her this doll was evil and like would move it around throughout the house while the kid wasn't in there and stuff. And like it scared the kid so bad that her parents won't let her hang out with Nancy anymore. Wow. <laughs> it is a little bit douchey, but at the yeah. same time, kids, I mean. You do that kids crap do. at slumber parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was the incident where 
when I moved out onto my own after my divorce from my first husband, uh, I rented a place from a friend. And when I, and there was some stuff left there that belonged to her parents. Um, and I was just kind of to move that stuff out of the way and move my own stuff in, that kind of thing. Um, and it was fully furnished and everything. So I didn't care. And it was cheap yeah. compared to renting somewhere else. So I just went along with it and started moving stuff out of the way. But I get there to move in my first batch of stuff to the house. And there's these two dolls, like life, one of those, some of those life size, size kid dolls that are like, you know, three or four foot tall, full head of hair, everything, naked. Um right, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're in a corner of the walk in closet facing the corner, facing the wall. Just standing there in the corner. All right. I wish I would have never like knowing that I went to that place, like I regret it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's bad juju. <laughs> well, and I told, I asked her about it, and they were hers. Oh. But they were hers when she was a kid, but she didn't remember putting them there and had no idea they were even there at all. Like, she, I, they were kind of lost amongst all the junk, basically. Yeah. So she had no idea how they got to the closet while they were facing the corner. So, still, still creepy. And th- this is Sahara I'm talking about too, actually, by the way. I didn't, I just realized I said a friend and then I was like, oh wait, the people listening know who Sahara is though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she rented to me after my divorce because I needed a place cheap. The end. <laughs> Yay. Now we're going to talk about Robert the doll. This is, this one's like probably one of the biggest nopes out of this whole list. So some I have more information on and some I have less, depending on how interesting I thought the story was or how much there was to tell. Robert Eugene Otto received the doll as a gift on his fourth birthday in 1904. According to the Artist House website, it was a gift or curse from a young Bahamian girl. Some other websites claim it was a gift from his grandfather, so I was not able to confirm because there's different versions of the story, basically. Mm -hmm. Robert is a one-of-a-kind handmade by the Steiff Company of Germany around the turn of the century, standing 40 inches tall and stuffed with wood wool, known as Excelsior. He is dressed in a... Yeah. I would like to be stuffed with Excelsior. That sounds cool. It's probably something that would kill you with cancer at this point in time. He's dressed in a sailor suit and once more painted features not unlike those of a jester. His unusual size indicates that he may be fashioned in the image of his companion, a boy named Robert Eugene Otto. The doll took Robert as his name while the boy simply went by Gene. Together, they would go on to make history. Gene and Robert were best friends growing up. Legend speculates that voodoo played a part in Robert's formative years, while interviews with those close to the Otto family indicate a great deal of emotional energy was placed upon the doll. It is said that young Gene would shift blame when he misbehaved as a child, pointing to the doll and saying, I didn't do it, Robert did it. Gene went on to be a prominent artist, designed the gallery at the Fort East Martello Museum, and had plans to make his own home a museum, complete with a wax imprint of the artist's hands as a focal point. 
though this dream was never realized, his home became known as the artist house and story of stories of the doll's strange behavior became commonplace with those who encountered him after Jean's death in 1974. Tenants heard footsteps in the attic room above them. A plumber heard giggling and turned to find the doll had moved across the room on its own. Myrtle Reuter purchased the auto home in 74. She became Robert's companion and kept him when she moved to Von Feaster Street six years later. In 1994, she donated Robert to the Fort East Martello Museum claim he moved around her house on his own and was haunted. Myrtle died a few months later, but Robert remained active. That's a big note. Mm-hmm. Museums, museum staff noticed a shift of energies at the Fort East Martello Museum. Though Robert was not initially on display, he started receiving visitors as word spread about his new residence. Once he was put on exhibit, cameras and electronic devices malfunctioned in his presence, and soon letters began arriving addressed to the doll, offering apologize for disrespectful behavior or asking forgiveness. In addition to any mischief Robert might make by running around the museum or gumming up the works in electronic devices, the impish little doll is most famous for placing curses on visitors who disrespect him, specifically by taking his picture without permission. Past visitors to the museum have attributed any number of misfortunes to encounters with Robert, including car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and many others. According to the curator of the museum, Robert receives one to three letters a day, and while some are fan letters, the vast majority are apologies from visitors who had disrespected Robert during their visit and subsequently suffered some catastrophe in their life. <laughs> letters, letters continue to arrive daily. Ghost hunters, TV shows, psychics, skeptics, and believers visit Robert on a regular basis to witness firsthand the strange stories they have heard. Is Robert cursed by voodoo, thriving on the energy placed upon him? A misunderstood doll with a playful spirit, or perhaps just a doll joined by the spirit of his lifelong companion. So, yeah, I know, like, I don't know why I didn't really pay attention to that before, but like 40 inches, that's like three foot something inches, three foot four, right? That's a pretty tall ass doll. (laughs) Like, talking about the life size shit. Yeah, no, you know. He's not exactly creepy at first glance, but he gets creepier just to me, I think, the longer you stare at him. And then just, that's a lot of history that kind of followed it. It didn't, wasn't like it stopped or like, we don't know where it came from. This one literally, for the most part, has a complete backstory in that every person, stranger or not, like, recognizes this doll ain't right. (laughs) I mean, what other doll has letters addressed to the doll? Like, pl- <laughs> please save me. Stop making shit happen to me. Like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, but I tend to be the type of person that I've been... You know, when I've done ghost hunting or just more amateur ghost hunting when I was younger. Like, that we just would go places in the middle of the night for fun, you know? Yeah. That, that were supposedly haunted. And my friends were screaming obscenities at a ghost or whatever and i'm over there like "Mm -mm. don't (laughs) don't do it like don't disrespect the dead don't disrespect like whatever entity this is whether it be ghost or demon or whatever don't do it and especially don't disrespect aliens 
anyway <laughs> just any of it really yeah like i you know when i when i went on any of that with you too i was always pretty much scared the majority of the time and tried to be respectful <laughs> Um, like when we, you know, several times in the middle of the night, we went out to the Indian mounds on the trace, uh, the far mounds. There's like a little rest stop there and everything. And we would go out mm-hmm. and walk out to the field where the mounds were, middle of the night, can't see anything. And I, these idiots would be like standing on top of a damn Indian mound screaming like, come get me, engine. You know, like just, I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm. I'm in, like, there's nobody out here to witness this except the ghost, and I'm still embarrassed. Like, yeah. I do like, I'm just please stop. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. I'm scared. Like, don't, don't do, don't provoke. I, I think I only went out with you guys to the mounds like once, and I didn't even make it halfway to them before I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I always felt like something was following me out there. And it's off the fucking trace. Like, no, no, no part of that. Like, you don't want no part of that shit, do we? I know, right? All right. So the next one is Charlie the Haunted Doll, which um, uh, might be a little scarier looking at first glance than Robert to me. It's a little disturbing. It actually kind of reminds me, you know, there's like pictures of, the aftermath of Chernobyl, like everything that was left behind, it looks like yeah. one of those dolls that you would see laying <laughs> laying on the ground or whatever in a schoolroom. So, all right. So, Charlie, in 1968, a peculiar doll was discovered in the attic of an old Victorian home in upstate New York, found in the bottom of a tattered trunk full of newspaper. The only other item with it was a yellowed piece of paper containing the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> the you gonna only- need it. You gonna need it. <laughs> The old newspaper used to pack the trunk um, had dates on it going back to the early 1930s, but the actual age of the doll could not be determined. The doll was added to a collection of other antique dolls the family owned and given the name Charlie. At first, the homeowner's family, consisting of his um, dude wife, five kids, five daughters, actually. They paid little mind to the toy as it blended into their pre-existing doll collection quite nicely. It wasn't until Charlie seemed to move from place to place on the bench full of dolls that anyone took notice. The parents were quick to blame the kids, um, but they pretty much all said, yeah, no, that's not us. (laughs) You know, like, uh, no, 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 no thanks. Uh, So the youngest daughter, who was four years old, said that Charlie had spoken to her when she got up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. And, of course, the blame said, that's that's just your imagination. You're crazy. Um, so while the parents never witnessed Charlie doing anything, the children soon became fixated on the doll and were terrified of it. All five of them refused to get up during the night to use the bathroom, and none of them would venture within five feet of the bench the, dissol- the doll resided on. The final straw was when the youngest was covered with scratches and insisted that they weren't from their cat but from Charlie. Out. I'm out. <laughs> um, the truth was never fully discovered. The parents, eager to end the chaos, took the doll back to the attic and locked him in the trunk he was found in. Things soon returned to normal and the doll was forgotten. Years later, once the children were grown, the house was sold and the trunk was removed from the attic to be sold at a garage sale. The doll remained one of the last things to go. Finally, a woman bought the doll to add to her antique doll collection, and the homeowner recounted his own story to her regarding Charlie. Since then, the doll has changed hands a few more times, and its story has followed it. He has been rumored to still move from time to time, but his ghostly power seems to mainly be unlocked by children. Charlie the Haunted Doll now resides at a shop called 
local artisan. Uh, there he sits among taxidermy animals, unusual art, and other oddities where he can be viewed by the public. So, yeah, I mean, the it just gets me at the kid being like, no, the doll scratched me, not my cat. I would have been like, hold the doll, punt it into the garbage can, and, you know, like, move on. Uh, which obviously doesn't always work. Obviously, in every movie you see in a lot of stories when people say they try to, like, just throw it away or destroy it, it comes back. So that may not have necessarily worked, but, you know, I'd like to think it would. Worth a try, right? Yeah. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, that's when you sell it. <laughs> Either way, that one just looks, I guess because it's so old, it kind of looks um, jacked up. You like yeah. one of its eye, the paint on its eyes messed up. And yeah. It just looks. It really looks like a cherub baby that got demoted. <laughs> <laughs> to hell. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, next, we have a Killer Elmo doll. Okay. I hesitated on cause, on including this because it's not like a traditional doll, but I included it anyway because I thought it was interesting. Elmo dolls have always been popular and children have always loved them. However, the Bowman family was having a tough time finding an Elmo doll for their two-year-old son. And when they did, they were very happy that this doll is programmed to recite the name of its owners and also add some fun additions to that. When the two-year-old kid was playing with the doll, her mother was at a distance and suddenly she heard it say, Kill James. She immediately went there and checked the doll and all looked normal. After a few days, the same thing happened and the mother thought she was just hearing things. However, one day, the Elmo doll all of a sudden started singing to kill James. And this is when the family got terrified. They called Fisher Price and when the problem was not solved, the Bowman's got a refund. So, so they did actually Fisher Price actually like get to hear it say kill James? Like is this proven? <laughs> I don't know. Like I couldn't find really anything else about it. Yeah. And I also want to know who the hell is James. Yeah. Uh like if the two year old it yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, like, I had that Tickle Me Elmo, which was pretty creepy, especially towards the end. Any, any doll with a voice box as it starts draining <laughs> becomes a very frightening thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you know, and you had Tickle Me Cookie Monster, which yeah. we also made a film about that. I had the little one, and right now I actually have a bigger one that I got at a, a thrift store. I don't think I, yeah. I don't. It actually worked. We put batteries in long enough to see if it worked, and then we took the batteries right back out. Yeah. Um, because life. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, I loved my tickle me Elmo though, and eventually I think I took the voice box out and put it in a different thing. <laughs> I think I, you know I had that frog backpack. I think I put the tickle me Elmo into my frog backpack, the the voice box to make it weird. But yeah, no. Anything that jolly is also scary. Kids, dolls, happiness. What is it? We don't need no stinking happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your turn. Oh, yeah. It's All right, a short Amelia. One. So this one, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, the, the eyes. The eyes yeah. on this thing are pure, absolute terror. Te terror, yes. It sucks the happiness out. It does. 
uh, through Amelia, its eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amelia was made in the 1800s and is thus one of the oldest dolls. It is believed that the king of Italy was once its owner, and this also makes it a very popular doll. Since it has been in existence for so long, it has also managed to see a lot and perhaps even attract something evil. Her eyes turned a bright green one day. The doll is heard crying for its mama. If you think this is normal, maybe it's programmed to do so. You need to know its voice box has been broken long, long ago. I mean, did it have a voice box from the 1800s? Did they have that? I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I, I mean, know. something simple, maybe. Um, like a, like a, the tinky dee tink things. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little music box. Yeah, yeah, thing. like a music yeah. box. Like that's like when it says voice twist. box, that just kind of hits me wrong. Uh, maybe it just means something like that. Um, Probably but, so. Um, but yeah, no, the the green eyes and the fact that they just turned bright green one day. Oh no! Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, like, she's not super creepy. Otherwise, she kind of just looks like a standard porcelain doll. But those eyes, man. Those eyes yeah, and those... her hands look like she's going to choke you. But yep. otherwise, she's pretty dull. <laughs> and, yeah, I, if you're going to look up any of these, look up that one. Just for yeah. the eyes. <laughs> uh, next is Annabelle. I just did a short blurb about... Everybody knows about Annabelle. This I've is actually one of those... never seen the movie. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I mean, they portray- it's not even the right doll in the movie. They yeah. just used a made-up doll. Yeah, um, probably for the best. This is one of the dolls that everyone, right from children to adult, knows about. The Annabelle doll found a place in popular movies like The Conjuring and Annabelle. What you perhaps do not know is that this doll, which is said to be haunted, has been designed to look a lot scarier for the movies. In reality, it's a normal, sweet-looking ragged- Raggedy Ann doll. However, do not let it look lure you as a paranormal expert experts have warned everyone to stay away and not to even to stare in its eyes who sits and stares into a doll's eyes anyway i mean i don't know people that like i don't want to test paranormal activity i guess the fact that they leave it encased into a glass case locked up <laughs> says enough yeah. I mean, stay away from that fucking doll. But from everything that I know about that, that was like a couple, right? Paranormal experts, she's yeah, sort of medium. They, they're, they the straddle warrant. the line of being a little hokey. Um, yes, I don't. I, who's? I mean, I don't really know enough about them to say whether they're the real deal or they're a little. A little I think real. at the very least, they. I think at the very least, they exaggerated because some of their stories are just way out there. Yeah, even for me, who is like a. You know, I believe that there's stuff out there that we don't understand, but of course I'm still critical of it. Um, so I, I just, I think that they at least exaggerated some. Yeah. I don't completely discount all of their stories because some of them did come from, like, like with the original Conjuring story, that came from a real family. Something yeah. happened to that family. Now, Ed and Lorraine's version of that story may be highly exaggerated. But yeah. something really happened to that family, and I do believe that. So yeah. Now, didn't you have a Raggedy Ann doll growing up too, and a Raggedy Andy? I did, but I don't know what happened to them. I bet they're in the factory. There's, you've got a ton of shit still out there. I think. I don't even. But when I like, I took everything with me when I left for college, at that at one point, and like I do not remember those even still being there. 
I have this funny feeling like at some point they were worth a little bit of money. Probably yeah. dad. Probably yeah. dad yeah. got rid of them. I mean, think about it. When he needed money, he sold my piano, you know, like, yeah. without even consulting me on that. When he needed money, he emptied your whole bank account. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> needed that. He needed that money for very important things like gambling, mm-hmm. right? Yep. One night of gambling went my fund to buy a car for college. Yay, yeah. Parents. That's our dad. All right. So the next one is Caroline. I don't even remember about this one, but I don't like the face. Um, (laughs) Caroline is a porcelain doll that also is believed to be haunted, but not evil. You can find this doll in an antique shop in Massachusetts. It is said to be haunted by not one, but three ghosts. Kind of looks like it. Um, Each fighting over their rights to control it. People say if you hold this doll really close, it will whisper in your ears. No, thanks. No, no, thank you. I just got to say, this doll has the biggest forehead of any doll I've ever seen. I think. <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to. I think like, that's why. It's, I think that's why it's creepy. It has all three ghosts fit in its forehead. I mean, like, that's why it, it's, it's creepy. the sound of like the ocean coming from its forehead. That's not whispering. Like it's just. It looks like it just contains secrets just within the the forehead. Yeah. Oh man, the next one's my my favorite. The one that I think is probably the, the, the biggest. You're talking about the biggest nope. <laughs> Yes, the biggest nope of all. The blindfolded doll. Though no one is aware of the name of this doll that was found on the side of some road in Singapore with a blindfold on its eyes, it is nonetheless haunted. It is said that this doll starts moving all by itself, moves its head from side to side, and even has been heard speaking in a woman's voice. People say that the owner of the doll blindfolded it so that it could not find them ever ever again and it also said that if anyone removes the blindfold the doll will certainly follow them yeah i know this doll just looks like it belongs in like the ring or the grudge or something it has black hair porcelain white skin and the blindfold's not helping um even the jewel that's on its dress um gives me like if you stare at it too long you'll be possessed kind of situation like I just don't yeah. like it. Um, who knows and I want to know real. what I want to know what the writing on the blindfold is because it <laughs> yeah. looks like it says something. Like go away. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch. Yeah, I know. But I I don't like the fact that this story doesn't have a lot of details to the yeah. backstory or anything. I think this is people assuming that the owner blindfolded it for that yeah. reason. Somebody just found this doll like this. It was yeah. creepy. So they just started making assumptions on yeah on on that. I so believe I it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I can say that is number one on my list out of this as yeah. the fucking creepiest. Just because yeah. the blindfold's creepy, the doll itself is creepy, the way it's dressed is creepy, the whole situation is just the creepy. Fact that it's it just can like, follow you. Yeah, no. Nope. All right, so Peggy. Peggy is an infamous doll that is believed to have an effect on people who have never even been close to her. When videos and pictures of the doll were posted on the internet, about 80 people said they had a headache, felt anxious, and even saw images of mental asylums. A woman who also reportedly suffered from a heart attack after she viewed some online videos of the Peggy doll. I mean, 
it looks like one of those life-size dolls, is it not? Or it's pretty yeah, big that's one. pretty much, it looks similar to those ones that were in, in Sarah's bedroom closet. Mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know. This one looks the most normal out of all of them. Yeah. Um, but looks can be deceiving, I guess. So yeah. maybe that's the worst out of the bunch. We never know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it does look kind of plain. It kind of looks like a Karen or something <laughs> with this like short blonde bob and cardigan and everything. Like it just looks like a weird, weird 80s best friend doll. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Mandy. This one is a big old hell nope. Mandy is a porcelain doll and also one of the most haunted dolls ever. She was made in the year 1910 and now has a place in a museum in British Columbia after having been donated by her previous owner. The owner had heard the doll cry at night in her home. And after she donated the doll, there was no crying in her home again. In the museum, too, weird things have been noticed, including footsteps are heard in the hallways when no one is around. And no. this doll is like an actual baby. Dressed mm -hmm. up like a baby. It has no, like a little bonnet no and looks like uh, maybe a christening gown kind yeah. of thing. And it's holding a little stuffed lamb, I think. And it's got little booty socks on. It looks like this doll originally was adorable. Yeah. But it has like some cracks and some stuff wrong with the face. Yeah. And you're just like, this this is the thing of nightmares. I'm probably going to dream about this tonight. <laughs> um, this one literally needs to have a movie made about it. Like, because just, that doll's just creepy. Yeah. No. I don't. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> no babies. All right. So, uh, Juliet was part of the same family for many generations, and the curse of the doll affected the women of every generation in that family. Each of the women gave birth to two children, a girl and a boy. Each boy on the third day of being born would suddenly die. Members of that family said that they would hear the doll crying. It is believed that the doll holds the departed spirits of the boys, and that's awful. That one just makes me sad. Um, yeah. but It makes me a little bit sad, but hear me out. I have a theory here. What if the women in this family are just crazy and they f make up this story for killing their own babies? It's That's even more sad. Yeah, I mean, either one is sad, <laughs> but... Yeah, no. I, I mean, it says many generations. It doesn't, it doesn't really tell us how many. I'm wondering, is this like, it happened twice, it happened three times? I don't um, know, and yet again, this is one of those that has no details, so it's like, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to say whether. This yeah, and this one's just pretty much a creepy baby. Um, not a lot of I couldn't find a lot of detail on. What looks it like it's like. got blood around its mouth. That's yeah, cool. it eats the babies. You know, whatever. Yeah, that one just makes me sad. Yeah, the Janesville doll. During the seventies, a man lived by himself in Janesville, Minnesota. There was a small square window in the attic that faced the street. In 70, 1976, the man took a porcelain doll and placed it in the window. Children noticed the doll in the attic window and became wary of it. Well, duh. Claiming mm -hmm. its expression would change over time, the entire town of Janesville believed the doll to be haunted. Some theorized that the man once had a daughter who he murdered. Afterward, he deeply regretted his decision and placed the doll in the window as a memorial to her. Folks believed her spirit had transferred into the doll. 
Nobody is sure why the doll was placed by the window on that fateful day, which leads further lends itself to creepy stories and legends. The truth behind its doll, the doll and its paranormal abilities may never be known. This is another one of those. There's not enough backstory. This is just people's speculation and rumor because yeah. this creepy ass doll showed up in the window. Everybody's had some sort of rumor in their like neighborhood or town where they're like, that creepy old man has killed people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's like, <laughs> this isn't real. It's more fiction, right? But like Home Alone, you know, he scooped up the bodies and like put it in the, the trash can. Or well, you remember whatever. there was always rumors and stuff about that uh, dude that hitchhiked around Morville. I forget what his name was, but he would like puke at the side of the road and dad actually picked him up a couple of times. I had a ride in the back seat with this dude. I don't even that's, remember that's that. That stunk. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all for feeling sorry for people helping out people, whatever. Yeah. But, oh my god, you got your kid in the back seat with some stranger that just puked on the side of the road that stinks. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why our dad thought it was okay to give this dude a ride. I, I don't yeah. really don't understand. Yeah, no. Uh, so, I mean, just the picture of it is, yeah, it's pretty creepy. I mean, I wouldn't want to look up into a window and see that shit, personally. And, yeah, I just and it looks it. like its head is slightly turned. Yeah, I just like it. Just makes it seem like any second it's gonna move. Like yeah. its head, its head is gonna move. Yeah. So it's creepy, regardless. All right, the haunted game. This one I'm gonna have to really check out. <laughs> so, um, most haunted dolls are dumped by their owners when they start behaving badly, but the owners of these eight dolls were reportedly interested in paranormal phenomena and bought this collection because they were said to be possessed. Their names, Crystal, Monica, Charlotte, True, Isaac, Lily, Cameron, and Ashley. The owners have a camera constantly recording the dolls in other parts of the house. In 2009, one camera appears to have recorded something strange, a ghostly boy appearing at the bottom of a staircase. So, yeah, I think I read that this the Haunted Gang is still being filmed to this day, so I'm going to have to really check that out at yeah, some point. Yeah, we're going to have to look that up for Halloween and scare the bejesus out of everybody we know and post it yeah. on Facebook or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next, And as an honorable mention, I put the Island of Dolls. We had mentioned that on the uh, Ghastly Getaways episode way back at the beginning of the podcast. That's uh, supposedly haunted by the little girl that died there. And then the di- the guy started collecting dolls to appease the spirit of the little girl. And they're just literally hanging everywhere on the island. And there's like a little shrine that's made full of dolls. And then the guy died in the same way that the little girl did. So... If you want to know more about that, you can go back to that episode where we talk about it in depth. Yeah. Um, I believe it was episode two. Um, but that one's a big note for me. You you want to go visit the island of the dolls? No, <laughs> I'm a good. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. No. No, just dolls. Again, dolls, kids. Dolls that look like kids. Um, that's why I, I'm going back to haunting Fly Manor, right? <laughs> but it's got kids and dolls this season, so y'all, I'm fucked. 
Uh, <laughs> we'll see if I make it through this. Although, like, Haunting of Hill House, I mean, okay, like, I love scary shit. I can't really, like, I don't prefer watching scary shit in theaters because I get so scared. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, we watched Hereditary and, like, my husband, like, had, like, his hand up to his mouth the whole time, like, oh, God, oh, God. And then my brother-in-law had <laughs> his hands over his eyes and was, like, peeking between them. Um but, like, I, I still watch and I just don't talk because, like, I my own voice would scare me, right? But, like, Haunting of Hill House made Justin audibly scream. And I think I might have even mentioned that on one of the yeah, episodes. Yeah, I think we did talk about But, like, I'm really looking forward to this season, but I've really heard that it's kind of dry and slow. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to hope to be scared shitless this whole month. Three weeks left of scare the shit out of myself month. I'm pretty excited. Yep. You still need to watch Goodnight Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and need you to still, make myself a list of shit I haven't watched yet. And also, when you're not too busy, you still need to check out that episode, Doppelganger of Radio Rental. It's only like maybe a 10 minute story. Like, mm. yeah. I'm going to forget this as soon as we get off of here. So you're going to have to Facebook message me again. <laughs> You've probably so, done it like 10 times, but you know, I'm yeah. going to forget. So That's my like, shout outs. Like I, I keep reading these stories multiple times ahead of, t ahead of recording and I still forget them. <laughs> yeah. Like it's sad. Well, I wrote them and or copied and pasted some of it, but I, I, I'm the one doing this shit. And then I'll go when by the time we actually do the show on it, I'm like, I have no idea what any of this shit is. <laughs> but Yay. my my, sh my shout outs this week are Spooked again and Radio Rental just because it's Halloween season and those are both really got some creepy sto creepy true stories and they're usually only a few minutes a piece. Like they're really short podcasts and very enjoyable. In fact, I need Radio Rental to hurry up and put out more episodes because <laughs> I need them. Also, and I'm, hey, Bonna. Oh, yeah. Let hey me Bonna. know when you finish reading Midnight Sun. <laughs> she, <laughs> she messaged me and told me she bought it because I talked about it. <laughs> uh, I'm still um, reading it. <laughs> it's something. Um. Oh, and yeah, but I know I briefly mentioned it, I think, last week that Saudi Arabia is now listening to us and also Iceland. Hey. So I just want to say, if Bjork, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i mean do we know anybody else that lives in iceland because i know i'm pretty nothing. sure like I'm, the only famous person from iceland that i know of um, i just don't know much of the world <laughs> but so Bjork, oh, yes. if you're listening is it is it time for us. alternate endings yes it is i guess that's the name of it now <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what we talked about last time, and it was the first thing that popped in my head. So, okay. Alternate endings. I'm assuming we're doing the hall passes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about our hall passes for our top five this week. Yeah. And anybody that doesn't know what a hall pass is, it's basically like you negotiate with your husband or. Uh, husband, wife, significant other, boyfriend, like, okay, if I ever had the chance to get with ex-celebrity, 
they would be my hall pass. So <laughs> that, that, that just keep that in mind. I kind of put some regulations on there because obviously a hall pass to me is something you're in a current relationship. So they're alive. Um, you'd yeah. sleep with them in their current state, you know, <laughs> that actually yeah. knocked a few off for me because obviously, you know, if it was just anybody at any point in time, it'd be like, number one, David Bowie. But yeah. um, yeah. Anyway rambling like usual yes it wouldn't be us without rambling yeah rambling okay. and memory loss it's obviously genetic <laughs> okay you go first this time this one was your idea all right are we listing our whole list yeah separately? do your whole do your whole list all right I, I'm, I'm, cu I'm also curious if we have any comments. I, don't, I actually don't think we will Okay. Possibly at most one, but I don't think we will. So I'm going to go backwards because I feel like that's more fun. So number five, Henry Cavill as Geralt the Witcher. Not Henry Cavill in general. <laughs> I thought it was Cavill. I don't actually know. I, I think I've heard it pronounced both ways. But yeah, just, but only as him as the Witcher. I don't like him as Superman. He's too Superman to me. And I know you're a, you're a Superman DC kind of person, but like, I've never, like, I don't really, like, I just watched that Enola Holmes movie, which was something, and, um, really? I've just, been wanting to watch that, is it bad, is it bad? It just wasn't great, I don't know how okay. to describe it, I felt like it was and I love Millie Bob Brown too. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it, it was still entertaining, it's worth a one-time watch, just like that, I watched that The Devil All the Time, uh, the other day, and I was like, well, that was something, and I think that's just my thing right now, it's like, reading Midnight Sun, that's something. Um, you know, I, so, I, I thought you would like uh, Devil all the time because uh, Pattinson. You, oh, yeah, Pattinson, no. I, Pattinson's acting in that is like whoa, because you oh, like, immediately hate him. Yeah. Immediately, no. What's hilarious is he uses such a weird voice in that movie, right? You don't expect everybody for the most part is like British in that movie, but they're playing somewhat Southerners. But his voice threw me off the most. I was like, we after he spoke, for it a doesn't bit, even sound like him at all. Like it's yeah, just so weird. I just looked over at Justin Jacob, and I'm like, it kind of just sounds like me doing a weird man voice. I was like. Oh, you guys want to go do something? <laughs> and the way I said it, they're like, "Oh my god, it is! It's just Sabrina doing a dude voice." Yeah. Uh, so we were entertained with that for a while. But yeah, no, I love Robert Pattinson, but like, and I love Tom Holland, and I love Sebastian Stan. Like, I love the. It, it was good. There's a, it's it's a really well acted movie. That's just, the. That's the biggest thing. I just wouldn't want to watch it again because there's so much bad shit about it. And yeah. honest to God, I didn't feel like there was very many redeemable characters in that. Yeah. They were just all terrible. Even Tom yeah. Holland, and I love Tom Holland. It but definitely like, wasn't structured like in a normal way, and I think that's what kind of throws me off. I'm not saying like it was a bad movie. Everybody should watch it, but it was definitely oddly structured compared to like standard. It kind of like I don't know. Obviously, we, we don't want to keep the same, like, first act, second act, finale kind of feeling to movies or whatever, but uh, but at the same time, like, it just felt wrong. Um, but yeah, acting was great. I, I probably wouldn't watch it again. I'd tell other people to watch it, but I yeah. wouldn't watch it again. Um, yeah. And yeah, like you said, I it's agree kind with of that. painful um, it's to watch all the bad so, shit happen. Yeah, it's just so much bad shit. It is like it it's a really heavy movie. That's what I would say. Yeah. It's a heavy one. Like afterwards, you're 
probably going to want a cigarette or a drink or yeah. whatever your vice is. Yeah. Or, I like seeing Elvis's granddaughter in it, though. Um, anyway, all right. So number four <laughs> took us like 10 minutes to just talk about number five. So number four is Joshua Jackson. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously, you know, I actually watched Fringe before I watched Dawson's Creek, which is backwards for my generation. Like, mom didn't let me watch Dawson's Creek because it was too adult, you know? They talked about too much adulty things and there was sex in it. Like there's sex with a teacher in like the first fucking few episodes. So like she never let me watch it. But of course I loved him in Mighty Ducks. Um, but like him and Fringe as Peter Bishop, like Tree uh, Magnifique. Um, <laughs> and I've just, I don't know. I just love him. He is not the most like normally standard attractive either, but I just love him. I love his voice. Um, my cat's named Bishop because of Fringe from <laughs> Walter Bishop and Peter Bishop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, all right. Uh, number three is Natalie Portman. She is my <laughs> lady love and she has always been my, well, she wasn't always my number one lady love, actually. Uh, but I don't know. I just love her. I love her. I loved her in Mars Attacks. I think that was the first thing I ever saw her in. I know she was in that, like, Leon the Professional or yeah. one of those things yeah. back in the day when she was a kid. I saw younger. that. We had we had a VHS. I actually have it. I've never sat down to watch it because the more I knew about its plot, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would watch that. Um, but yeah, so I saw her in Mars Attacks, but of course Queen Abadala is where it's at, and that's when I really like grew my lady love. Um, so similarly, <laughs> number two is Ewan McGregor, and he used to yeah. be number one for a very, very long time. Uh, pretty much from the moment I saw Moulin Rouge, early 2000s. Um, uh, that's actually one of Justin's hall passes as well. So <laughs> here's hoping we can both take care of that. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, just fucking Ewan McGregor, that smile is beautiful. And my number one, who has kind of lingered around the top for a while now, is Milo Ventimiglia. Um. And and really, you know, of course, Gilmore Girls is one of my favorite shows ever. And and I, if we talked about more cheerful topics, that would probably that show would get brought up as much as Lost and Fringe, um, if not more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I actually was introduced to Milo because of Heroes. And so that's that's the Milo for me. It's not This Is Us. Everybody knows him now because of This Is Us. And of course, yeah. I love him in that show, too. And I love him in Gilmore Girls, Team Jess. Um, but him as fucking Peter Petrelli and Heroes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the best. Um, so I have honorable mentions. Robert Pattinson is one of them. Actually, several people, for, uh, two people from uh, Devil All the Time. The Scars Guards are on there too, Alexander and Bill. Um, oh, speaking of which, the Stan trailer is out. Oh, yeah, I watched it yesterday. I yeah. don't know how good I feel about it, but I'll still watch it. Uh, it's oh, my yeah, favorite. Of course. Um, and people, Blake, don't understand. people are like, oh, but the old one was old and cheesy and not great. It still holds up. I, yeah, it's got some outdated it. graphics, um, especially towards the end, but it still holds up to me. And it's and I like the original. I still, love the, I still love the original It. Too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, both of those 
But okay. I'll still give the other shit a, the remakes a shot just because. <laughs> Let's I just not Stephen talk King. about the Dark Tower movie. <laughs> uh, that is, we need to make that particular movie like a subject, like he who cannot be named or something. <laughs> yeah, like, we can't yeah. talk about that. Um, yeah, so there, I have a lot of honorable mentions on this one. It was hard, but yeah, Blake okay, Lively what? is on there. Uh, <laughs> I love her. Uh, Mackenzie Davis. She she's in a ton of stuff right now, but most importantly, the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, she's cute. The one with the glasses. That's the that's the episode where they're like in a cloud based like afterlife. It's like eighties. Yeah. Um, LP, she looks like Bob Dylan had a beautiful baby girl um, that looks just like him. Uh, obviously, Taylor Hanson, Zach Hanson, Amelia Clark, but not as Daenerys. I just like her normal style. Angelina Jolie used to be my number one lady, but throughout the years, she's gone a little bit too whack for me. And then Kristen Stewart now, like just like in Charlie's Angels, living her best life out of the closet. Kristen Stewart is fucking phenomenal and that's my list and that's why i said it's really hard to do five because i can't narrow them down dang <laughs> and you just made me add one of my one to my honorable mention <laughs> anyway um my list i'm going like mine's not really in any particular order except for the first one because the first one is my no definitely number one and has been for quite some time tom hiddleston all the way Nice. I've had a crush on Tom Hiddleston, like since Loki. Like I, Loki, he caught my attention, but it's actually other stuff that I'm more attracted to him. Like when he, ha especially if you look up pictures of him, he's a ginger. Yeah. Okay. With him with his natural hair. Oh. Damn, Domal Gleason. He should have been. Oh yeah, it. no, I love him too. I just love him in general. Like yeah, his he's a good actor. Um. But Tom Hiddleston is definitely the one for me. <laughs> like, that is nice. that's number one. The rest of them are just kind of in no particular order. But if I had to pick one, just one, it would definitely be Tom Hiddleston. Next is David Tennant. Oh, um, damn. And you always forget. Like, every time I do these lists, I sit here, like, feeling like there's a hole in my heart because I'm forgetting somebody really important. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that any. I don't think either of those would have made it into my top five, but they are beautiful. I love. I love him as the Doctor, the Tenth Doctor, Barty Crouch Junior, or that. But the hottest role for me was when he was in. Oh God, what is the horror movie that he was in? Um, uh, Friday Night. Friday Night. Yes, he's all goth out in that, <laughs> and oh my God, that is it is so sexy. Just love him. Okay, next, Christina Ricci. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Always, I've always loved her. Um, she's still freaking beautiful, too. I know, she's like immaculate. Remind me to tell everybody, no, I, I probably shouldn't tell that on this show. It's not, <laughs> uh, it's kind of dirty. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I was going to tell them about me meeting Craig Brewer in my conversation uh, that yeah. I had. Nice. Yeah, um, we had a whole conversation about her chest. Let's just put it that way. Nice. Um, Scarlett Johansson is my next one. 
Nice. Yep. Love her. Oh, damn. I just thought of another one that I left out. Crap. Um, and my last one for my five, anyway, is Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Even though I'm probably old enough to be his mom. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm kind of like, it would have to be like had a kid in junior high, I think for me, but yeah, it still feels wrong to like Tom Holland. It does. Or, or that t- Timothy Shelamet or whatever his name is. Like, I feel bad liking either of them. But I just like, I, I always thought he was cute, but then I watched that clip of him doing Umbrella on <laughs> Lip Sync Battle. I know. And I'm just like, whoa. Him and drag, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just him in general, he just seems like such a happy guy. And I, reading all the stories about how, like, he dresses Spider-Man as a kid and he loves Spider-Man and, like, getting to be, like, oh, my God, it's it's amazing. Like, yeah. he's just such a sweet kid. Yeah. And I just, I actually, I just absolutely adore him. And I'll probably watch any garbage with him in it because I just love him so much. Okay. And then I have three runners up. Cumberbatch. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, See, mostly, Cumberbatch mostly is only... Mostly is Sherlock. Yeah, just Sherlock for me. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even like him at, for the longest time. It took, like, really watching the first season a couple of times. Like, showing it to everyone because it was so good. Like, he looks like a fucking dragon. And that was before he, <laughs> he was small. Before he was <laughs> Um... And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get why people are so obsessed with him. And then after just watching a couple more times, they're like, yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> but he's, yeah, just just as Sherlock, which I mean is kind of similar to me saying as, you know, Henry uh, Cavill as uh, only as the Witcher, like those pants yeah. on that booty, man. It's, it's kind of the same situation to me. It'd have to be in their characters. But I don't, I don't, I wouldn't see Benedict being willing to, to dress up for sexy times, but you know what? Henry Cavill fought so hard to be the Witcher. Could kind of see him being into it, so that's why it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny that he's actually a gamer and stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. all the the videos of him building his PC sexily. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I actually I follow him on Instagram or whatever. And again, I don't really like what he really looks like. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about The Witcher, and I'm reading the books. I had to take a break. Um, I've got like two or three more of the whole series to read. And then, sorry, my last last um, two are Jenny Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love her music, and she's just gorgeous. And what made me think of that was I was thinking about Kristen Stewart being in her in that video oh, yeah. with her, and I was like, oh yeah, I need to add Jenny Lewis. I love her. I saw her live. In Oxford, and that was the day I almost went over the dude from Bright Eyes. Nice, Connor O'Burst. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is one that is the only one that crosses over between me and my husband's list. Emma Stone. Oh, nice. I do <laughs> yeah. love her too. Yeah, and that was one. Um, Ryan Gosling. Justin was really shocked. Ryan Gosling wasn't on my list, but there's I don't know something about him being like. Married with two kids now hurts my feelings so much that it dropped him off the list. <laughs> like Ewan's married, uh, you know. Like Joshua Jackson's like got a baby 
coming now, you know, like not everybody on my list is single, right? But for whatever reason, I'm so affronted by Ryan Gosling being married now, or I don't even think he's married. He just has two kids with an, with an actress. So like, I guess because they're photographed a lot, it's more heavily in my mind, but I'm just so upset that he married someone mainstream and like not weird. That hurts my feelings. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, um, uh, what what's the band? What's his band that just left me? Um, Dead Man's Bones. Yeah, Dead Man's Bones. Check that's, that shit that's out. A, for yes, ha- Halloween. Halloween. It's a, it's it's all spooky stuff, and it's performed with like a children's choir in the background, which adds to the spookiness. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect. I listen. It's all over my Halloween playlist. Like every other song is is one of those yeah. songs well, i really wish know, they would record some more because that's the, like it really i know is it's so good, good music. in the room where you sleep so yeah i noticed our actual like episode ended at like 45 minutes so we've spent 20 more minutes rambling about shit we'll we'll get it down sometime like under an hour well, i guess we can tell start telling people like when we're about to start the top five if you don't give a shit about our top five you can tune out now yeah, well, but, I, I, that makes alternate endings even more a good, meaningful term because, like, this is the point where you can end <laughs> because yeah. this is deleted scenes. Oh, that yeah. would have been a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'll be a good forewarning. Yeah, well, we'll just start letting people know, like, if you're not into this and you only want to hear about the dark stuff, then... You know, you can go ahead and cut it off. (laughs) And uh, we made it at least less time than last time because we had like an hour and a half last time. Yeah. So let's go ahead and say goodbye. We already did our shout out. (laughs) I don't know. Farewell. I'm going to regret the shit I've done. I'll be saying goodbye. Yeah. And it seems like I sing more in the episodes with you hosting. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It might, we might scare some people off. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, We're pretty creepy. I mean, probably because of the singing. So maybe we'll draw people in. True. All right. Well, this is the end of this episode. Do you goodbye. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna try. I was trying to think of a good dark tower quote, and then you said "do do bye," and that just threw off everything. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Anyway, go my life for you. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>